Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Bitch Slap. I'm Rachel Fisher. I'm Desi Jadikin. And this is Melrose Place Season 2, Episode 14. Strange Bedfellows. Mm. Mm. Speaking of bitch slap, two of my cats are wrestling right now. They're bitch slapping each other. They're bitch slapping each other. and It's a classic cat fight. <laughs> I, I really shouldn't have given them catnip before we started. Because ah, it, wow. ri- it riles them up. Damn. That was my bad. Mm. Anyway. You're like Lauren. I'm plying my cats with catnip, and it backfired on me big time. Let's get into this episode. It's morning at Melrose Place, and Jane is helping Michael into his chair. She's also made raisin toast and coffee. His favorite. His favorite. <laughs> Jane reiterates the ground rules. She's, she's like, Michael, I want to live my own life. I don't want to have any of this interfere with it whatsoever. Well, guess what, Jane? This is... Why'd you do this then? He's in your living room. He's not like in a back bedroom where you can shut the door and have a separate space. Like, What made her think that she would just be able to do this completely, uh, have it not alter anything? And Michael's like doing that thing, which is so annoying when someone you want out of your life is in again and they're like reminiscing about everything. Ugh. Do you know what I mean? He's like, and you like this and that and that and orange juice sometimes if you're in the mood for it. It's just like, okay, you think you know me. Like, yeah. And she, she's like, I'm dating Robert, Michael. Yeah. And that's final. And he's like, oh, babe, I don't want to cramp your style. I'm just <laughs> grateful you took me in. You'll barely know I'm here. Like I said, he's literally in her living room. <laughs> Just like, and then he says, "Uh, Jane, I like my toast a little more burnt. You remember, right?" Ugh, just the nerve. At D and D, Allison is in a meeting with Amanda and Steve. Steve, how long is this fucking campaign going on for? Uh, also, it, is this are the CEOs normally this involved? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, like he doesn't have his assistants. Well, why is he going into L.A. all the time? Because he doesn't live close, right? No, no, he lives in Santa Paula. Yeah. Which is like an hour north. Like I think at some point he'd hand this off to a lower level employee or like a whatever, his right-hand man. Steve sucks ass and he just wants to weasel his way into Allison's life. Mike, uh, where are we? Oh, they're in the meeting. Allison is serving lesbian executive realness 
this hairstyle she has, <laughs> this sort of like it's almost early Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. Like without without the mullet. It's hard to explain. That's the vibe she's giving yes. me. It's like very windswept. Yes. And the color is very light blonde. Yeah. And then she's wearing this like a blouse with like a subdued kind of um gray blue blouse yes. with a black vest over it. <laughs> She's business. Uh, Steve is going to Paris for six months, and Allison's like, oh, wow. She's, her heart sinks a little bit yeah. when she hears this. And he, once again, he's like, it's not a bad way to get over someone. Yeah. And then he apologizes for fucking up her life. He's like, I'm sorry if I've <laughs> ruined your life, <laughs> <Sorry>. Allison. <laughs> right, and at this point, he doesn't know they broke up. He just knows there's some tension. Yes. He leaves, and that's when Amanda walks over to Allison and says, really let that one slip through your fingers, huh? (laughs) You've lost Billy and now Steve. Good going, Allison. What a bitch. (laughs) And Allison's like, oh. At Escapade Magazine, Billy and his coworker are talking. I forget this bitch's name. Cecilia? Cecilia. Okay. Really? I, I actually had the same thought while I was watching. I was like, what's her name again? I was like, is it Simone? Because <laughs> they also call her by her last name sometimes. Like, This character is so stupid to me. Here's the thing with this whole workplace storyline. They're very, very, very hardly, hardly. They're trying so hard to make it into a Spencer Tracy, Catherine Hepburn type deal. Mm. <laughs> it's just not there. Also... There's just no drama at Escapade Magazine. The only drama we had was when he first started working there and his boss sexually harassed him. Right. I think the drama they're trying to create is that he also has a workplace love interest. But they nothing's happened. Nothing's happened, though. But they're and, trying to create it, I think. And it's like, well, where's the storyline? Yeah. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Allison's and- not jealous. She hasn't gone, well, what about you and Cecilia? Like, there's no, like... You know, and Cecilia's boring. It's just she's such a one note character. She's very one note. It, the drama, there's no drama at Escapade, but the goings on at es- Escapade magazine will never be the goings on at D&D, which is oh, D, the drama at D&D like escalates so much in the coming seasons that it's like some of these storylines are just like iconic. I just this is such a misfire on their part. Like no one wants to see Billy at his job. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, so the sexual boring. harassment storyline, fine. But now it's like, no, we don't need it. No. The cab was more interesting. The cab was more interesting. <laughs> at least he picked up a few freaks and dated them. Like <laughs> um, Nancy, their boss, wants them to write a feature article on video dating. And Billy's like, video dating? That's old news. Whose idea was this? And Nancy's like, mine. And here's our sitcom storyline. We're back to the shit again. I groaned when I saw video dating. I was like, no. It's so boring. At the FBI office, Jake hands over a file, and he's like, there. That's it. We're done. (laughs) Jake's gathering evidence. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, we're not done, Hanson. I mean, what was he thinking? He he really needs a lawyer. <laughs> like he should not be just doing this because the FBI clearly knows he doesn't know what he's 
like what his rights are. Yes. They're trying to pull one over on him and they're using him. Yes. And they're acting like he's actually also culpable in this crime when he clearly isn't. Yeah. At all. It's really shady. And so they let Jake know that this isn't the first time Palmer Woodward has committed crimes. They're like, this guy is a career criminal and he's a, he's like a, he's been scamming for years. I mean, they haven't been able to nail him down into this car scam. Like why? (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you guys be better detectives? Um, they want Jake to wear a wire and he's like, are you nuts? I'm not going to wear a wire. And they're like, things change, Hanson. I just feel like this treatment of him is so illegal. Not that they wouldn't do it. I'm just shocked that he doesn't have any kind of counsel. It's crazy. Or that no one suggested to him to get counsel. Like if he had told this to Joe, I feel like Joe would have suggested a lawyer immediately. Well, she's from New York. She's from New York and she knows. So Jake rolls up to the car shop on his motorcycle and Palmer's standing outside holding the phone. Like he's got the <laughs> phone and he's like, ah, Hanson, it's one thirty. I was, I was worried. I was like, almost called the authorities. It's like, well, that's where I was. <laughs> this guy is from a different show completely. Like he, yeah. He, Do you know what I mean? Like, he's from, first of all, the show that he's on is from the eighties. Yeah. It's like, kind of a spinoff of Barney Miller or something like some kind of show like that. Cause he just doesn't look like Amanda's father. Do you know what I mean? Who like, hired this guy who casted him for this role. I, it doesn't make any sense. I would love it if Amanda's father was like elegant, rich guy who was scamming like wall street people. Do you know what I mean? Like a bigger scam. This guy's like a low level scam artist in a way. Yeah. I don't know. Or if he was a Wall Street guy scamming regular people. Yes, something like, or a Jen Shaw type thing. Like, if he was doing a Jen Shaw scam, that would be so much more interesting. Yeah, I just don't buy that her dad is doing this kind of shit and is, has, is like a multimillionaire. Do you know what I mean? Like, did he have a real job or he's just been a scam artist his whole time? I don't know. I do feel like this could be interesting in a way, but I, it's like not all there for me. He's just, he's just such a caricature. It's like he doesn't seem like a real person. Yeah, and they're they're also once again expecting us to buy this deep love Amanda has for him, but they don't really show the relationship in any way where we're like, oh, yeah, we get it. We're just supposed to be like, yeah, daughters are obsessed with their dads. Like, (laughs) and because she calls him daddy, it's like, oh, that's what rich girls call their dads. Yeah. But it's like, was she rich? Is he, was he poor and then got rich? Like, what's the deal? I don't know. Did she save him or did she save her from like a bad situation at one point where she needed money? Yeah. I mean, we know her mom like died. Or disappeared. Disappeared or she something. She ran off. That's right. Oh, right. Sorry. Because we know the mom comes back. Yeah. Um, yes. So there's something there. I don't know. I just kind of am interested in knowing more. And it, right now it's just kind of flat. His character is one note. He's not fleshed out. He's just like, I am. I'm Palmer Woodward. Yeah. I have money. I'd also love to know, like, what is his standing in the rich people community? Do people think he's a joke? Because <laughs> he that respected? Would, that would be an interesting layer. If yeah. We, if we saw him, 
it would be funny if we saw them go to like a gala together and the other people are like, who let this joke in? Yeah, like that would be interesting. Is he like new money and people are like, oh, he's like whatever. Yeah. And I, yeah. we get some catty comment like, so what exactly do you do for work again? Right. And that's why Amanda has to prove herself. Like, um, that would be more interesting in our rewrite for our reboot. For our rewrite. We'll add a little more backstory for him. We need to do like, you know how they made the new Gossip Girl, but no one really likes it? Yeah. We need to do the opposite. Like our rewrite is actually elevating the Melrose place. Yeah. It's like, wow. Like, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, so Jake rolls up and he gets on, he's on the phone with Amanda because Amanda is coincidentally on, on the line and yeah. wants to talk to Jake. She's been trying to get a hold of Jake at the shop. So she, She's in her office with her wireless, her fucking cordless phone. And she's like, Jake, she sounds really serious. Yeah. She's like, I have something urgent to talk to you about. And I, but I can't talk about it over the phone. So I need you to meet me tonight on Melrose and Larkin (laughs) so we can discuss this. And he's like, is everything okay? And she's like, just meet me tonight. Yeah. And we're all thinking... Oh, she she knows what's going on, and they they need a scheme without the authorities hearing or yeah, something, right? Yeah. Back at Jane's, Michael is bored. He's she's off at work, and he is like <laughs> read every tabloid magazine she has there. He's jerked off at her Victoria's Secret catalog. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. Was she leaving him in that bed for eight hours? Yeah, he's like getting he bed no sores. Caretaker. <laughs> That's like, he needs someone to like help him go to the bathroom or like whatever. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, like, this can't be that much. This, this has to be worse in a different way than the hospital. Right. Um, he tries to get into his chair by himself, but he eats shit in a very comical way. Well, because you know what's going to happen the minute you see him trying to get into the chair, because it's like he's never done it before. He face plants. <laughs> he totally is on the floor, knocks the phone off the hook. And he's like, whoa. Help. He, he's screaming for help. The phone is just out of reach. And who is there? Not working. <laughs> Sydney. She walks in and she's like, Michael, what happened? She sees him splayed out on the floor. And this is like... My favorite remake of Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. (laughs) Totally. This is a total Blanche moment. She she's standing over him and she's like, Oh Michael, what happened? And he's like, Oh, Sydney, Sydney, help me. Thank God you're here. And she's like, Hmm, well, maybe now is a good time for us to talk. Well, we can finally talk. Yeah. Now that I love when she's even when he's on the floor, she's like, What happened? This is all so sinister. Um, and she's like, Michael, I want to know why you shut me out. And he's struggling. He's like, please, just get me my pills. I'm in pain. She's like, no, Michael. She you... finally has her captive audience. She's like, you really hurt me, Michael. Mm. And she's like, the only thing that would make me feel better is if you'd let me back in your life. And he's like, fine, fine, whatever, okay. Yeah, I'll do he, anything. He has no choice. And then she kisses him on the head and she's like, okay, let's get you back into that big comfy bed. I mean, this is why Sydney is a perfect foil for Michael because they're both so awful in their own ways. (laughs) (laughs) 
That night, Jake meets Amanda on Melrose, and she says, surprise, it's your Christmas present. And we see that they're standing outside of a ski shop, which, has there ever been a ski shop on Melrose? I don't know why there would be. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just can't imagine why there would be, but this is all so wild to me. This is so, this is such a reach. Because I even said to myself, does Jake ski? And then later we find out he doesn't. You, I, I can't imagine someone taking someone who's never skied or hasn't expressed an interest skiing. It's very expensive, well, first I, of all. I think this is Amanda. She's like, this is a rich person activity. I want Jake to go to like the rich person ski resort with me. Yeah. And like, she wants to integrate Jake into like the finer things in life. And she wants to buy him a cute little ski outfit. Yeah. We all want to see him in it. We do want to see him in the ski pants. Um I could tell. I could see Jake falling on the slopes and being like, "I'm tired of this. This is bullshit. This is like, bullshit. Give me my motorcycle. Yeah, and he, he, I'll go down the slopes in my two wheeler. I could see him throwing a ski like off of the side of the mountain. Jake probably three wheels. What's that thing called? The ATV. Like that's yeah. what Jake does. That's what or the snowmobile. Yeah, the snow He's ski. Like, Give me on a snowmobile. I need some of the wheels. I don't uh, ski. It's for yeah. rich people. I don't. G- I didn't, my mom never took me to ski. She yeah. was drinking. She was too drinking in the lodge. <laughs> in her ski bunny outfit. Blowing guys in the lodge. You know his mom had a cute ski bunny mm. outfit, but never hit the slopes. No. 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 She wouldn't hit and the slopes. And that's what I would do, too. And she probably left Jake at home. She didn't even take him. She, w- she would go there with a boyfriend. Yes. Anyway, this is such a... This just seems like such a fake way to give someone to surprise someone with a Christmas present. It's, and why was she so serious about this? She's like, I can't tell you over the phone. I have no idea. I was disappointed. This was the so reveal. Dumb. I was like, no. I, felt I wanted this, something juicy. It should have been if she was trying to like. I don't mind the faking him out storyline, but it should have been like surprise something else. Something that he would be into, because that would that would all add to his tension and guilt, right? Yeah, it should have been like surprise. I got you a new motorcycle, right? Or something cool that he would like. Yeah, because um, I was like, because Jake will all be like, I can't accept this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't want a handout, Amanda. Yeah, I don't want to think of something that wouldn't make Jake mad, but he would like it. You think you saying I need a handout? <laughs> Was something wrong with my motorcycle? Is it embarrassing? (laughs) It's not a rich person's motorcycle. (sighs) But they have a nice moment. She kisses him and she's like, feels so good to trust someone for a change. Yeah. And Jake does at the end seem like, okay, let's go. He's kind of into it. Yeah. Let's take a break here. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Later at Melrose Place, Allison pulls up in Betsy and sees there's a brand new Jeep Wrangler with a bow on it being loaded onto the street outside of the apartment complex. And inexplicably, Billy is there. (laughs) (laughs) Billy's like watching this, like the tow person this whole time. He's just standing outside. And uh, Allison's like, what's this? And the guy hands her a note and is like, I don't know, but you must mean a lot to this Steve guy. So Steve has sent Allison a Jeep Wrangler. Right. And Billy's just... He's had it. He is like, of course. This is a metaphor. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Billy witnesses this whole thing goes down, and he says to her, I guess anything's replaceable when something shinier comes along. Right, like he's Betsy, Billy. Yeah, because he's saying, I thought you were never going to throw away Betsy, even though we almost got in a car accident, (laughs) Betsy. Betsy. We're stranded. I'm Betsy. Betsy. You're junking me. Um, In the note that Steve... Had, address, had had delivered to Allison with the car. It says, one last dinner? Yeah. I hate him. He, he Look, he tries. I just fucking hate <laughs> Steve so much. I hate him so well, much. He, it's like they've kind of settled. He's going to Paris. This gift, it was like, thanks for the good work you've done. But he's just, everything he yeah. does, he's so manipulative. Yes. He's just so, like, I can buy this. Just be a... Just fucking like man up or like whatever, like be direct at least. He's like, just so weaselly. Yeah. The next morning, Billy's eating cereal in his underwear as he watches this video dating tape that mm. he's been given by his boss. I had like love connection flashbacks. Yes. I used to love that show. Remember they had the videos yes. up at the top? Yes. <laughs> it totally was that. I loved Love Connection. Yeah. I mean, I definitely watched a ton. Um, so (laughs) Jake is in the kitchen. He's like, what are you watching? And Billy's like, oh, a bunch of dumb broads. He's like going on a little incel rant. He's like, all these bitches suck. Yeah. He's bitter. And Jake has bigger problems though. He wants to talk to him about Palmer Woodward. And he's like, but you can't tell anyone. Imagine having to talk to Billy about something serious. (laughs) I just feel like, no. He's like, Palmer's whole business is a scam, and he's like a career criminal. And Billy's like, wow. Whoa. Yeah. And then Jake is like, and now the FBI wants me to wear a wire. I've been working with the feds. They want me to wear a wire. Billy's like, tell him to fuck off. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) He's like, For once I was like, fucking Billy's right. He's like, who cares? Like, don't do it. And he's like, I don't have a choice. Uh, you do, Jake. He's like, well, they can't force you. Billy's spitting the truth. <laughs> <laughs> At Jane's, Michael is ogling her. And he's like, hmm, didn't I get you that outfit? It's hideous. And it's a bad one. 
<laughs> it's, it's a bad one. It's one of the worst I've seen her wear. This is a real Chico's moment for Jane. It's like a dark sage jacket with these red things on it. I don't and, even know what they were. And a rose. weird print. There's a matching print shirt underneath. Yeah, it's very Chico's. It's drapey. <laughs> but the jacket has these weird red... I don't even know if they're like rosebuds or what they are. It's like a pant set. Like a crepe pants set. No one under 60 would wear this outfit. Like, it's hideous. It's really bad. Um, Jane's just making sure he's all set up before she has to leave. But he wants to know what she's up to. And he's like, what if there's an emergency? Shouldn't I be aware of where you are at all times? Right. And she relents and she tells him that on her lunch break, she's going to Citrus which is a restaurant on Mel, which was a restaurant <laughs> yes. on Melrose. Now, I was reading some reviews of Citrus from the LA Times from the early 90s. Right. Citrus was a fancy California French restaurant. Mm. It was open from 1986 to 2001. It was expensive. It was very expensive and it was definitely a CNB scene type place. That was a popular um, cuisine, California French. Yeah. In the 90s. This, <laughs> on the menu, one of the things that this review gave it was like, um, they were talking about the soft shell crab on a bed of snow peas, mm. which sounds good. But also there was uh, something with lentils. It was like an elevated lentil dish. Ooh. Sounds kind of good. It, sound, it sounded good, um, but it was definitely like a bougie place. Yeah. And that's where Jane's going with Robert. And Michael's prying. He's like, well, who are you going with? What if I need to stop by? Yeah. Well, how like, are you going to stop by? Yeah, you can't <laughs> even get out of bed. <laughs> At the FBI's office, Jake is trying to get out of this whole situation. And then they say, well, if you back out, we're going to hang this whole thing on you if we have to. The lawyer. Lawyer Jake. <laughs> Has anyone heard of a lawyer on this show? That's just such a... That's such a fucked up threat and illegal, obviously, too. Jake should have gone to Robert with this information. Seriously. Of all people, because Robert could have referred him to someone. Absolutely. Why didn't he tell, don't tell Billy, even though Billy gave him better advice, but like. And even Matt has some lawyer connections. Remember tell that Matt. Thing? Yeah. It's just like. Matt knows it. Um, this is just unbelievable. And. They basically threaten Jake that if he doesn't cooperate with them, they're going to pin all of this on him, which just seems crazy. He's yeah. like, I didn't know anything. There's no way that this would happen. Oh. I mean, I think, I believe the FBI would threaten him. I meant like, I feel like Jake could easily defend himself against this. Like, it's crazy. We get some very dramatic guitar music. Jake's in a real, between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. He's uh, handled it so poorly from the beginning. He's stuck himself in this position now. Like, Yeah, he should have lawyered up first thing. Absolutely. At Escapade, Billy's talking to Cecilia about this dating piece that they're co-writing together. Mm -hmm. And he's like, this assignment is stupid. <laughs> and he's like, I just broke up with someone. I'm sad. And she's like, well, I'm here to talk. I'm here to listen. And then he starts venting about how he lost Allison to a multimillionaire. Yeah. And 
she, he's going off and then she goes off on him. She's like, look, Billy, this assignment's very important and we have to do a great job. So get over it. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because she just told him, I'm here. I'm here if you want to vent. And then he starts venting and she's like, oh, f- oh, pull yourself together. Right. I, I don't get her. You sad sack of shit. <laughs> just go there from the beginning. Allison is on a date with Steve. They're at their dinner, their one last dinner. Mm. And Allison confesses to him that she broke up with Billy. And he's like doing that Ooh. blinking. Yeah. I'm sorry. What? 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 Oh, oh, no. I'm so <laughs> yeah. sorry. Allison. He's thrilled. And he's like, I have an idea. How about we break in the new car, drive down to my, drive up to my ranch, spend the weekend together. Yeah, he's immediately like, this is a second chance for me. Steve and is... She's like, yeah. Steve is like a robot who's trying to pretend to be human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> particularly bad in this episode. Um, he's like, Allison's like, I don't know. And she's, he's like, give it a shot. That's all I ask. And she's like, okay. She's... Oof. I don't know what she sees in him. He's so boring. He's not even like inexplicably sexy. Do you no. know what I mean? He <laughs> like, has zero sex appeal. Yeah. I, I just could, I could get it if you're like, oh, but he's like so there's something about him, like whatever, but there's no, just not. Because he has no edge. No. He has zero edge. He is so bland. He's also like, I can see you getting attracted to someone who's sort of forcefully forceful in what they want, but he's not that. He's passive aggressive about it. Like it's creepy. Yeah, it's not hot. No. Um at the car shop, Jake arrives into Palmer's office and he's supposed to be wearing the wire. And this was an Look. unbelievable <laughs> scene because this, you would think that Jake would have been coached before going in there. And if this is the coaching and the directive that they gave him, that is insane to me. It was so bad that I was like, he can't be wearing a wire. He's just asking these questions. Because I was like, no one would wear a wire and be that obvious. <laughs> like, well, also, you think a career criminal like Palmer, who's had success scamming people, wouldn't just immediately spill the beans like this? Yeah, I don't... Because Jake is so unsubtle, it's crazy. Any career criminals, like their their antennas would have been up immediately. Even if his yeah. antenna wasn't up, he still would have been like, like, sure, if you want to talk, you know, we can talk about this on a walk somewhere or whatever, like something or, or no, I'm not talking to you or just what are you talking about? Everything yeah. is legit. Yeah. Right. Like, There's no reason for him to confess to Jake. It's so stupid. So Jake rolls up into Palmer's office and he's like, I've noticed some things about the business. Yeah. And Palmer is like, how much do you want? He's all, he immediately offers to pay Jake off yeah. for his silence. Very innocent. And Jake's like, I don't want money, but I, I just don't want to be kept in the dark since we're practically family. And then Palmer immediately just unloads and he's like, well, here's how we do the scam. <laughs> <laughs> you see, first we build the fake car and then we pass it off as an original. I mean, he's giving like point by point uh, Yeah, and he's like, oh, it's no problem to get signatures. They're a dime a dozen. And he's yeah. like, and then once the whole thing goes to shit, we just blow right on out of town <laughs> before anyone's any we, the wiser. We skedaddle with all our millions. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then it's only in, it's only after Palmer details his entire scheme that he's like, hey, wait a second. Are you wearing a wire? And he pushes Jacob against the wall and tears off his shirt and sees the wire. There's a wire. It's a comical looking wire taped, taped to his chest. I was like, that doesn't look very high tech. No. <laughs> And he's like, oh, shit. And then the FBI busts through the doors. Immediately. Very unceremoniously. They just are like, all right, you're under arrest. He's like, ah, yeah. why I oughta? And Palmer puts his face right up to Jake and he goes, I'll crush you. (laughs) Back at Melrose Place, Amanda's freaking out and she runs into Jake and she's like, daddy got arrested. And he's like, Look, Amanda, I'm the one. <laughs> I she he just unloads on her. He's like, I talked to the feds. I'm the one. I'm the one. And she's like, oh, How dare you? And she's yeah. like, he was running a scam. And Amanda, of course, is in deep denial. She's like, Daddy would never do that. You're no. she's the bestest daddy ever. <laughs> My daddy. She's furious. At the police station the next day, Amanda picks up her dad on bail, and she's like He's like to her, you believe I'm innocent, don't you, sweetie? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, of course, daddy. We're going to go to the house in Santa Barbara. You can take a sauna. (laughs) Which is like... It's so stupid. And then he tells Amanda that it was Jake who was the one conducting the scam. And he set him up. Like, the Jake is the mastermind in all of this. Which, if you know Jake... But also, if you think for one single second... How would Jake possibly be connected enough to sell these kind of cars? He wouldn't even be able to buy the cheap fake car. He doesn't even have $100 to his name. Like he wouldn't have the money to start the scam because you have to buy the parts and all of the fake stuff. Also, if your daddy is such a great businessman, why was why was all this happening under his nose without him I knowing? Mean, all of it's so stupid. It's just it's, the fact that she believes this is crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, she's buying it though. Yeah, she's like, "Oh my god, wow! Right. You think you know someone?" Yeah, and her dad's like, <laughs> 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 "Meanwhile, later that night, Billy's on his date with one of the girls from the video dating tape, and she's asking him about his job. She wants to know how much money he makes." What do your parents do? What kind of car do you drive? And Billy's like, that's it. Yeah. He's like, not another money hungry chick. Yeah. You bitches. You bitches (laughs) only care about money. He gets up from the table and then we hear the silly slap bass music play. Yeah. It's like, as he storms out of the restaurant. He goes back to the office where he runs into Cecilia and she tells him that her date didn't go well either. And she's like, did you at least finish your date? Um, and he's like, no, I got the hell out of there. And he's like, what the hell? What are you even going to write about if you didn't go on the full date? You didn't take your date to completion? That was disgusting. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? What did you do, Cecilia? I have, I have <laughs> never heard of that term being used for anything other than come. Did you take your date co- to completion? I was like, ooh, you guys aren't getting paid enough. <laughs> Who wrote this? Crazy. Why didn't they just say you didn't you finish your date? You ended your date early or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you ended your date early. No. 
She's um, pissed. She goes off on him and he storms out. Completely pointless storyline. Mm-hmm. Allison and Steve pull up to a park for a picnic and Steve's like, this is where I go to think. <laughs> this is where I go to think, Allison. She's like, wow, Steve, you're such an adult. Yeah. You're not like Billy at all. You're mm. so sexy and funny. You're sexy. He's Ugh. not sexy or funny. And she's not sexy either. They're he, both like all complimentary to each other. And it's just like, what are you seeing that we don't see? Allison and Steve are both beige. <laughs> They're so boring. But even the boring, like sometimes you can be like, I can see why they like each other. Even with two people what who are just d- very normal. I mean, Billy's right. What does Steve have? Or no, Steve asked that about Billy. But but, but, it still. Is, but it's like, Billy at least is like a complex, even though he's annoying and, and stupid, He's at least like a fully formed human being. Yes, an annoying one. He's annoying, but Steve is like very weaselly and very manipulative. Like those are his two most prominent traits. He's just boring. And he's boring. Even his deviousness isn't really interesting. No, it's not interesting at all. It's like he's corny. I don't like him. And he then says, I had a vision we were together forever and had babies and like... Yeah. Lived at my ranch and traveled. And then he goes, I love you, Allison. And she's like, Steve. And then they start kissing. But she's completely silent. Yeah, she, she doesn't, doesn't respond. It. She doesn't respond, but they do kiss. Yes. That night, Amanda goes to Jake's and she's like, I just want you to know that I'm doing everything in my power to make sure you get evicted. Mm. Amanda's gone full slumlord now. Yes. She she's <laughs> illegally evicting Jake. Mm. Uh and she's like just admit it. You used him and you used me. <sighs> like her poor helpless daddy, businessman daddy. It's just he's so, so helpless. Um and he's like Amanda, your dad is a crook. And she's like you better be out of here by the end of the week. Because I won't be able to legally evict you. (laughs) Yeah, she realizes midway through. Now, what I'm doing is highly illegal, so you better just leave on your own volition. At Shooters, Joe's playing pool with some guy. This guy was like, is this a new character we're meeting? I think she just goes to Shooter and scams guys at pool and like (laughs) takes their 20 bucks, right? She's from New York. Absolutely. She knows how to play pool. (laughs) Um, Jake arrives and he watches her play pool he's in his leather jacket smiling smiling looking hot and he approaches and he's like you look good like he's trying to fuck which is weird because he did just have this horrible thing happen (laughs) he's already in a flirty mood (laughs) he's desperately trying to bury this down by burying his dick in someone yeah so he's like ah joe joe will suck my cock yeah Hey, Joe, you look great. And she's like, Jake, Jake, I don't want to play pool with you. And she leaves. Okay. This scene was pointless. (laughs) Back back at Steve's, Steve has prepared a very romantic scene in his bedroom for Allison. There's a fireplace going, and he says to her, I just happen to have a thing for candlelight and jazz. And did you notice that he has in his bedroom a huge saddle? Ew, why? <laughs> why? why? Where, was that? Where was it? I it didn't... was in the corner of the room, like a decor piece. <laughs> but I was like, what are they going to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> I 
going to play horsey. Allison rides Steve. I was like, maybe he is more interesting. That would be an interesting development. No, there was a huge saddle because that's why I was like, is this his bedroom? Like, what is this? Like, this just goes, it goes with the theme of his like extreme ranch realness. Yes, it's it's definitely ranch decor, but it was just weird to have in your bedroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that makes it horny. Yes. If there's a saddle in your bedroom, that should have been in like uh, the foyer. And it was a massive saddle too. It was huge. <laughs> uh, this man has no taste. He's so corny. I hate him. Uh, he's coming on really strong. Allison's being bashful, but they start making out on the bed. And then she pulls away and she's like, Steve... I came here because I thought I wanted to be with you, but I'm confused. And she mm. alludes to the fact that she misses Billy. And he suddenly gets pissed. Like, he turns on a dime. Yeah. This is really unreasonable of him. I mean, I could see it, it, he might be frustrated because she does seem like she's also interested. Yes, that's true. Um, and it's kind of annoying at this point that she still doesn't know what she's doing, I guess. Um, also, when he he does, like you said, ask, what does Billy have that I don't? Didn't you find her answer to be stupid? It wasn't an answer. <laughs> it wasn't an answer. And I don't even get what that means because it doesn't sound, it doesn't really sound like it's about loving Billy. It's about her. Yeah. She says, I feel I still have a commitment to him. But that's just but like, doesn't make any that sense. That makes him seem like an obligation or something she has to like clear up first, right? Or yeah. Not like he makes me feel this way or like whatever, like something great about them. Or I like the way he dicks me down. And you'll <laughs> yes. never be able to do that, Steve. I like the way he would use that saddle. You didn't even mention <laughs> that there was a saddle in this bedroom. I had to stumble across it on my own. Yeah, Billy would have known right right away what I wanted to do with that saddle. Billy would never play jazz <laughs> and candlelight. We would be watching a spooky movie. Yeah, just like something. like Something. Or like, all oh, this is too fancy for me. I don't know. Like, I just... Yeah, something about Billy. Like I want a deadbeat. <laughs> I like a deadbeat. You're too successful. <laughs> yeah, your shit's too together. But she, this is where the writers, though, could have pulled back the Betsy metaphor. Yes. Like, yeah, it might not seem like the best car in the lot, but it's, it's the <laughs> yeah, one wow, I'm most comfortable. Like, that would have been cheesy as hell, but, but it like, would have tied it together. Something. I just feel like she could have done something more in that moment, but that line was just like, what? We, we could have gotten a um, a Dreamweaver montage of her driving Betsy. Yeah. Like, just like the... Let's finish that comparison to completion. <laughs> that is what needed to be done to completion. Mm. At Melrose Place, Billy sees Amanda struggling with a garbage can. Was this was this garbage? Is this Oscar the Grouch's house? All of a sudden, we find out that Melrose Place has metal Oscar the Grouch garbage cans, and apparently Amanda is responsible for like pulling them out or organizing the garbage area. She would never do this ever. She would have hired someone to do this. Yes. Yeah. This it's crazy. is crazy. She's struggling with the garbage can, which, by the way, they would be the plastic bins. Even no. back then. And the lid is somehow stuck on. Like, it's glued yeah, on. It's glued on by, she, the, by the props people. <laughs> and Billy goes over to help her. They have like a little moment where she's like, I feel so betrayed by... I'm, I've been betrayed by someone. She doesn't specify what it's about. But then 
Billy's like, yeah, me too. I know, I know what it's like to be betrayed. Yeah. And people they, can't be trusted. They're both bitter. They can't get the trash can open. They're struggling together. Finally, like she's holding the lid, he's holding the the bottom of it, and they pull it apart and they both go flying into the garbage. Stupid. Which is so gross. Like they are both in the garbage heap. Which makes it even grosser what happens. <laughs> Because they immediately get horny after this and they start kissing and then they bust into her apartment while they're still making out covered in garbage juice. Just kissing the whole staircase up, right? His dick smells like a banana peel. (laughs) They're, they're, They're passionately making out, rolling around on the floor. I was laughing because... They they like first fall onto the sofa and then she puts her little kids up yeah. on the sofa, which are also covered in garbage, and then they fall onto the floor. This is out of her character. I don't know why the kids made me yeah. laugh so hard because I was like, oh, Amanda's doing garbage work, so, so she, she put has her, her kids. She put her canvas kids on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and they roll onto the floor. Amanda would never. To me, Amanda wouldn't stand for having her feet up on the. Sofa. I would know. I know. That's why it was sort of noticeable to me. I was like, what? She must have been so horny. She was so horny. They roll onto the floor and then Billy turns the light off. He like reaches up and that was turns stupid. the lamp on. Why? Like, it's like, Amanda doesn't care. Allison wants the light. Allison off. wants the, He's used to. It's like a, he can't help it. It's a knee jerk response. It's a knee jerk response. It would have sure. been great if the scene had ended with her going, leave it on. I'm not Allison. Oh my God. See? See? This is why we need to, we, we need to redo the show. Such a great burn. Yeah. Because we love seeing Allison get burned. Anytime. 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 It's, hopefully, Billy tells her. <laughs> You know what I'm ex- getting excited for is the introduction of Bruce at D&D. Yes. Because that storyline, just like the, like things really heat up, like in like the workplace drama really heats up in that era. Yes, absolutely. It's coming soon. It's coming pretty soon because we're already like halfway through season two. Yes. Uh, so there's a lot of, I mean, now we're really getting into the meat. A lot of stuff happens this season yeah it's really back back backloaded this back half of the season a lot of shit happens Uh, and yeah i'm excited for it me too anyway we will be back next week for episodes 15 and 16 we will see you then Bye. bye the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.